Oh boy. Hey, what's up everyone? This is Jason Tucker and this is WP Water Cooler episode number 351. Today's topic is getting the most from your WordPress form plugins. Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. But before we do that, I want you to know that we are sponsored by ServerPress, Woo! makers of desktop server. Um, yeah, a lot of us are using uh, ServerPress, and if, you, if you're not using ServerPress, you definitely go take a look at it. Um, it what it is is letting you run a um, an on on your computer installation of um, a web server and getting all your stuff running on that. Then you can use something called WP Site Sync, which is another tool that they use to sync it from your computer over to wherever it is that you have your website hosted. So feel free to go take a look at them over at serverpress.com. Thanks a lot. All right, let's get started. Let's get everyone introduced. Uh, Glenn, let's start us off. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Glenn here with Web Search Pros. We specialize in website design development that are ADA compliant and optimization. Awesome, man. How about you, Steve? I'm Steve Zanget. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Russ, how about you, man? Yo, what's up? I'm Russell Aaron. I do WordPress in Las Vegas, and I'm a big fan of Gravity Forms. I'm even rocking this shirt on today, so uh, I'm very excited to talk about uh, forms. And fun fact, I'm a Ford guy, and 351 is what is inside my uh, Mustang right now. I have a 351 Cleveland sitting in my car. Yes. <laughs> Tying it all together, baby. Oh, man. Uh, it, 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 my Mustang right now is actually parked underneath the dome. I'm going to go do a film shoot. with, with uh, I have a 70 Mustang, so it's like underneath there. Like, it's going to be so cool. Oh, man. <laughs> We're looking forward to that one. How about you, Cosper? What's it? What's under your hood? You're not allowed to ask that. I'm gonna, I need to take that to HR, Jason. I've got $3.51 in this pint glass right here. And... Uh, Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mullenweg, here to talk some WordPress. Let's do it. <laughs> How about you, Ross? Tell us about yourself. My name is Ross Guile from DigiCal. I design websites, and I'm, I'm trying to learn a lot about ADA compliance from my friend Glenn there. And um, I got to meet you guys through Orange County WordPress Meetup, through Steve's Meetup. And so thank you, Steve, for continuing with that. That's where I meet guys like you guys to learn a lot about WordPress. Hey, Ross, uh, I work at a hotel in Las Vegas, and we're very ADA compliant. So if, you know, if you're looking for guidelines, shoot me an email on Twitter, nice. you know, NQ Russ on Twitter. Awesome. I will do that. Thank you. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. I do this show as well as another show called WP Blab. Uh, today we talked about how to interview people and um, uh, kind of okay. get the most out of that okay. interview. It was a really good episode, and if you haven't taken a look at it, Go over to wpwatercore.com slash wpblab where you can find that over there. All right. Let's talk a little bit about forms. So you, you we talked started about using forms. Yeah. We we we've been talking about forms for the last like what seven years now, six, seven years now. And and forms haven't really changed much, but the add-ons and the extra pieces of those forms have been constantly mean, being added on to them. You mean the you know, hasn't hasn't changed much, right? The the which one? The HTML hasn't changed much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The HTML there hasn't, hasn't been a lot of progress much. in the browser for form for form capabilities. Sure. Oh no, you're right. You're right. But well, uh, occasionally the button is an AJAX submit button instead of just reloading the page. So oh. that was that was a that was a big breakthrough. I, 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 
we have forms oh, to do steps now, so that was kind of a big breakthrough. So, you know? no, but for, forms have forms have grown, but what I'm saying is the HTML that drives a form, it's still yeah. a, 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 a like a, a text field, a, a, yeah. a multi or a uh, what do you call the the, the bigger text a text area, uh, uh -huh. a checkbox. Right, that's about it. Yeah. The forms themselves I mean, have not at, really changed. At the end of the day, your output in a form tag, deal with it. Yes. Nope. Say Reed's not here to defend herself, but if she was here, she would tell you that she was using some Perl script from way back when called uh... <laughs> <laughs> to go in the FileMaker database. Yeah, you got to stick it in that CGI bin folder and make it all happen. So, you know. But yeah, forms haven't. I mean, forms themselves haven't changed. But what I love, what I love seeing happen is when we go, when we go to one of our local meetups or something like that, and we show them something like Gravity Forms, and then we're like, "Hey, guess what? If you check this one little box right here, now you can set conditional logic, you know, set up there. Now you can say like, if you do this, then this. If you do this, then this." Um, I, I started doing uh, pre-populated forms just recently and kind of blew my mind I could actually do that straight out of Gravity Forms. So there's a whole bunch of those things that you can do for all the different form plugins that are out there. We actually have some of our forms at the plaza, like our player request and our player sign up to join our rewards. They're very similar, but I actually pass um, a parameter that says like uh, player entry equals whatever. And then based on that, certain fields in my gravity form will actually show. So, you know, like that's exactly what you're saying is you can yeah. perfect forms. If you really wanted to, you can have one form and just have a bunch of things listening. And if these conditions are met, do this, like you could do that if you really wanted. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to play the part of say read on this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so, gravity forms is definitely the most mature form plugin that, that that's out there, but there are a lot of really good form plugins that are out there. And, and frankly, personally, uh, I, I've been, I've been using gravity forms since, since its inception, but I find gravity forms very cumbersome, uh, mm. uh, both, both yeah. on the front end and from a developer standpoint, if you've ever tried to customize a gravity form or hook in uh, from the developer standpoint, from a developer standpoint, gravity forms is a bear. Hmm. How, so do you, so? How so? Because... Oh, it's a, oh, it's a, it's a bitch. I think that, I think it's such a, I think it's such a big, um, a cumbersome plugin and, 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 and the customization just, just on the CSS side uh, is a real pain in the ass. If you're I mean, doing anything on the developer side. So I find it that because on, on our site, we have everything as an Ajax form and then we can hook into that Ajax call and populate fields dynamically before that Ajax is output. And then we send that to a script that does all of our tracking. So I find Gravity Forms is... I think you just hook lost half it. our audience. <laughs> so so my, my point is, is, is to, to your devil's advocate is like, I think it's very easy. I think it's easy enough to say, I want to hook in here or here and do this and then do this other thing, their documentation already has it written for you. Well, Steve is saying it's a bear and you just basically proved that it's a bear. Yeah. It, it, it's very involved. You can have it do so many things and, and you can have it configure it's hard to, these. It's not hard to work with. I, I, for okay. an end user, perhaps. Okay, <laughs> understandable. Yeah, yeah, for an end user. Yeah. So, so when you take like a, a very, for instance, let's go back to Gravity Forms, but all these other form plugins do this as well. And you wanted to sell one item. You just want to sell a t-shirt. That's yeah. it. Small, medium, or large. No colors. You can do colors if you want to, but small, medium, yep. or large. That's it. Gravity you could do that through Gravity Form. Yeah. No Absolutely. problem. 
got a payment gate, got, got payment gateways built in. You throw in Stripe, you're all set. Not yep. only that, but once you check out, you create a profile, and now you like you're you're good to go. Like you know, you can wrap it in the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll yeah. say this from from your WordCamp last year, the lady that did that came in from Wisconsin. Did she? Is that who came in to do the um, conditional logic for gravity forms? I was uh, yes. Uh huh. I was so pleasantly surprised on how much I loved her presentation when it came to this versus some other things. I stumbled into it by accident just because the the small conference room was full, and she did an amazing job. I. I'm not saying gravity forms is bad. No, I was just telling you about her. If you can bring her back, she was great. I'm just, okay. saying, I'm just saying it can be hard to use, and so I want to, I want to give a shout out to a couple other form plugins that we also use. Right. Yeah, please. First do. one is, is Ninja Forms, right? If you, I think, I think Ninja Forms is fantastic. I think the interface is really simple. I think they've they've done a, a great job with uh, the form creator. Um, and again, from a developer standpoint, I think it's really easy to uh, to customize. And a second one that I want to give a shout out to is WP Forms, right? Very similar, um, also easy to use. Um, but both of these plugins, I think what they do different than Gravity Forms is the way that you start a form, just the whole experience in, in both these plugins feels easier um, from, a, from a user standpoint. Gravity Forms, they dump you into an empty form, you've got a blank canvas, and then you start filling out a form. Uh, with both WP Forms and Ninja Forms, they give you some, some templates to start with, right? So they say, what are you doing? Do you want a contact form? Do you want a user registration form? Are you selling stuff? You choose one of those things and they give you a, a way to start and then you start customizing from there. So just from a user standpoint, I feel that both of those uh, plugins are easier to use than Gravity Forms. So I yeah. use two. I use Gravity Forms or I use Formidable because when I first got into WordPress, it was either Gravity Forms or Formidable. And, you know, the major difference at that point was that Formidable had a lot of the add-ons that Gravity Forms was charging for kind of rolled into their version for me. Um, but so now, you know, I use Formidable just because I've been, you know, using it since 2011. And the same thing with Gravity Forms. It's just I, I trust the companies that I've been using for a long time. So I, I want to have that. But as you're saying, Steve, the user interface like when you get there let's already have things pre-built that's so nice it's such a nice feature for especially somebody who has a cat blog and they just want to uh, contact you and <laughs> click and go you know meow, meow, if, if, meow, somebody, meow, meow. if somebody has a, a cat blog and they just want a contact form jetpack includes contact form you don't need anything complicated really honestly do that uh try to stay away from contact form seven because uh, always that that's a good general rule of thumb yeah um uh, sorry I, I know that there are people who have put a lot of hard work into that plugin uh, i don't want to disrespect yeah uh, Listen, I, I, contact I'm, form seven. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Jason. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm not. I, I mean, I'm personally not a fan, but uh, I mean, everybody who is is out there contributing to the WordPress community in their own way. Uh, I appreciate that, but I don't appreciate your plugin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I will say that when you're looking at any of these forms, just or any of these form plugins, just like any plugin that's out there, is you want to look at what the um, what their integrations are. And all of these plugins that we've talked about, Ninja Forms, Formidable, um, uh, not con well, Contact Form Seven has a couple as well. Uh, Formidable, they all these guys, Gravity Forms, they all have integrations. You're and so, about if you need any integrations, third party integrations, right? So, if you're running a CRM and you need to get some information in there. You can yeah. do that. 
all I, of those sorts of things. The the poll isn't really a third party uh, a third party right. app, but that's, so they have extensions. That's an add on, right? So yeah. a lot of them have add ons as well. So Gravity Forms, WP Forms, uh, Ninja Forms all have add ons as well as third party integrations. Cool. Yeah. And that, those are the things to look for. One, one other form that, real quick, just one other, uh, one other tool I want to make a mention of uh, that is not a plugin. If you're looking for something super simple, uh, is Google Forms, right? So Google yeah. Google Forms is fine. You could set up a, a form very easily and in, and embed it into your website and be done. You literally could have a link that goes to your Twitter and opens up a DM window if you wanted to. I mean, like there are plenty of different ways to get a communication other than using a form if you really, really had to. Yeah, and with those Google with, with those Google Forms, um, you could tie it into a Google Sheet and have all that information get sent in that way. It just recently, um, I had a bunch of uh, Gravity Forms that I wanted to have show up into a Google Sheet. There's actually a form plugin you can download just for that. Ooh. which is works really well. And so, um, yeah, there's a, if you, if you're using something already and you want to figure out how do I get this thing into this or how do I get this thing into that? A so, lot of these will tie into third party. So let's, let's talk about data data in a second, but I think Glenn was going to say something. Yeah. Um, and I, I, Russ, if you looked at any of these in the last year, I haven't played with any of these for about the last 14, 15 months other than, um, Gravity, because Gravity seemed to be on the forefront for accessibility out of the box, and they were very responsive when they had issues. Have some of these other ones um, kind of come around the last year? I think everybody has really upped their game as far as when it comes to support and being um, uh, available to answer questions. And I really think that it's not catching up. I think WP Forms and Ninja Forms are already in that conversation. I think they're already there. Like, like they're setting their own benchmarks. And of course, like we said last week, they're all doing the same thing, right? They all are WordPress plugins that do forms and how they get there is kind of the same, but they're all built differently. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing to, to think about is Good. they're built differently to do different things, although they do similar things uh, sometimes. Glenn, I think what you were asking about more is like an ADA compliance, right? Yeah, Gravity Forms, when we looked at this a year and a half ago, they were by far the leader in all of the forms. They did a good job of responding when you had issues sure. with accessibility better than other ones when we reached out to all of them. And so we've just stuck with Gravity for accessibility. That's why we use Gravity Forms as well. Their support okay. on it has just been there as well. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing how some of them jump on and they'll respond and they'll change Formidable. things based on what we're looking at. Formidable Forms is very well with that because that's the other plugin that we use. Their their ADA is, is all right, and there's some hooks that we've written into to fix some of that. But you know, Gravity Forms is is just what we've always used since I've been here at the Plaza. Mm -hmm. And there's plugins to add in like WCAG stuff, to do Aria stuff. There's all of those pieces that can be added in there. Um, one in particular, I'll I'll add into the notes that I've used. Um, on the church website and that, that's that's pretty good too it's a wcag 2.0 form fields I, but there's, I, a, there's a bunch of those that are out there that will help you with that i use one so gravity forms has a thing called uh, ready classes to, to like make your forms go right half left half and line them up and stuff there's an add-on or i'm sorry if you go to the wordpress.org repo you can look for css ready classes and all it does is makes like this nice little drop down in your gravity form and it lets you enter in that css class without having to go find it copy paste and do all that you know that's something that i use um, just because I want gravity forms to, to style and, and look nice. And I don't want to remember <laughs> GF underscore, right? Underscore half. And you know, all that and shit. that's what Steve was oh, talking God. about is that, oh. is that this stuff <laughs> is, this stuff should just be baked into this plugin and it's not, I agree. And, it's, and you go into something like WP forms, you go into Ninja forms. It's like, it's already there. Just drag and drop, I, that, pop them in there. You're good to go. 
Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, the worst. I'm that, having I'm I'm having like seizures because you keep mentioning it. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I am on your side with this, Steve, because I had a plugin and it's called Gravity Styles. It's no longer a thing, but basically, you just add one class name to the form and it would style the rest of it. And so I had the same uh, problems that you did in the sense of like. You know, it's it's vanilla and it's very minimalistic. You know, in, in every way. But I took the time to to style it, and I think I just had a little more time to to think about it. But like you said, you know, if you're just trying to go on the flow, it's it's not like a WP forms. Yeah, CSS is 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 only one of the issues that I have with Gravity Forms. But if if you are wrestling between your CSS and the Gravity Form CSS, there is a checkbox where you can just turn off all the CSS for the form, right? Right. So will make it so that they don't load their CSS and then you take over from there, which is typically what we do. We just, we just, we don't, we don't worry about the gravity form CSS. Agreed. What about Gutenberg blocks? What about Gutenberg blocks with these? Who's doing it well and who should we be looking at right now? I like the, I like the gravity form extension for Gutenberg block. Um, I don't think it's, uh, um, something that I, I test very often because everything that we use is advanced custom fields. Um, but now that my personal site is using it, I'm very excited to to try to use Gutenberg blocks with forms, especially more instead of the short code. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them that are not compatible with a Gutenberg block. Um, um, but like style-wise and things like that, I mean, yeah, it seems to be like the probably the biggest, the biggest complaint with <laughs> Gutenberg blocks is just making sure that the styles work when you're someone who doesn't know what they're doing, you know, just somebody who just that cat blog person is you know, <laughs> trying to get their site together and they're dragging some blocks around and then a purple one shows up all of a sudden and they're like, what the heck happened here? Isn't that more theme dependent though, than, than the form dependent? Well, it depends on if the, the, the block is built correctly, like built uh -huh. in a way that isn't adding its own styles. But yeah. So one one of the one of the things I was going to bring up because we started we started we started to touch on it is where the data is stored for the form because you mentioned the Google Forms you can build a Google sheet but each of these forms stores their data in in their own tables within WordPress and it's important to note because um, my clients have asked me for this before they'll come to me with an existing site that has Gravity Forms and they'll say you know we're really thinking of switching over to WP Forms right well the the, the data is not automatically transferable, right? It doesn't it, it, just turn, it, on, turn on Ninja Forms and have all the data from Gravity Forms. It's not one-to-one, -one. yeah, correct. Right, and so that is something to be aware of, and it's also important to be aware of where the data is being stored to make sure that you can access it properly when you need it. Especially with GDPR and, and all those coming, you know? Oh, yeah. Or, or all those being here already. Yeah, yeah CCPA that kicked in 18, 23 days ago. So, so luckily for us, like we don't have anybody that logs in. We don't have users or anything like that. And so I only have to worry about form entry data that comes into those tables on, on our site. Everything else is either to an API where we use it for like a MailChimp or something like that. Like we use services like that. So the only thing that we're keeping is the info in the form. And then after like 30 days, if we have a sound copy of it here, like we'll delete it from our website completely. Right. And that's, and I guess that's, that's the thing is you look at some of these forms and if you end up with a lot of spam in them, you end up with a lot of just junk stuff, or you just not never going to reference it ever again. That's why I say, let's, let's have that stuff get output to a Google sheet or a CRM or whatever it is that you can do that is off of your WordPress site. 
But I think I think there is a good uh, there's a, there's a good tidbit of information here that we were touching on is is this stuff does need to be in your terms of service, right? It has to be in your privacy policy. If you are collecting any sort of data in your form, that it has to be GDPR compliant. Yeah. So. And and hopefully those form the form plugin you're using, you know, has the mechanism in place to kind of make sure all that works for you. I gave a talk at WordCamp uh, Sacramento in 2015 where it was about contact forms. And like, if you think about it, WordPress itself is nothing but contact forms. When you go to edit a post, like that's a form there. When you go to add a comment, there's a form there. Like, you know, so that's why I think I've, I've really taken a, a strong liking to contact form plugins. And I do have opinions on them because I want a plugin that works well with what the form is doing inside of uh, WordPress as well, you know, like it's it's got to be compatible there. And I, I don't think CF Contact Form 7 does anything like that. I think they output their own stuff where I think Gravity Forms, WP uh, Ninja and WP Forms, I think they try to integrate into um, the, the common WordPress editor in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Let me see here. So Did I do it again? Did I kill the the, the mantra in the movie? Yeah, like, absolutely. Everybody's yeah. I love you guys. All right. Ross, Ross, could you could you you put something in the chat here? Can you can you drop it in here real quick? What 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 do you what do you got going on there with with uh, Gutenberg? Oh, you're muted. I, I think that's the best I've ever heard Ross sound. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I muted myself. I was sneezing while ago. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to mute myself. But um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Glenn, uh, for the love there. Um, so, you know, if Gutenberg is the default editor and in WordPress, why is it the Gutenberg Gravity Forms, uh, in ex why is it still an extension? It should be baked in. Um, and and also the, the ready classes, I you know, we already talked about that. Why is that should, you know, I think not only should it be, um, you know, like I like the CSS ready classes. Russell, you, you mentioned it. I, yeah. I require it on all my customer sites and we use Gravity Forms on all our sites. But why don't they make it a little better, better interface so that you don't yeah. have to, like, you know, the, the interface, even for CSS rate classes, it's great. It could still be better. It can be baked in into that into that form. You want it to be left half, right half, and just uh, little, little clicks, you know, little sure. radio buttons and stuff. Well, I'll tell you what you can't happen is you can't talk about it over and over again on a podcast because Steve and I have been trying that for years now, and it just hasn't <laughs> happened yet. So, oh, no, no, we've, yeah, we've, we, we've caused a lot of changing in, in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what we're actually talking about, the ready classes are baked into WordPress, but the option yeah. to add them in the interface is what we're actually talking about. And I agree, that should be a thing that's baked into there. And as far as the Gutenberg block, I think what I want to say to that is Gutenberg blocks are still pretty new and we're not sure what we want to do with them. And we're not, we're not sure like how we can discover them in so many ways. So Gravity Forms is taking an approach, which is one that I support, which is let's build it as a plugin first and get it ironed out before we move it into core. I think it's also because of the popularity of a classic editor plugin, right? So uh, uh, nearly, Good point. nearly every site I, I come across now that I'm asked to work on has classic editor uh, enabled, right? No, there's a lot of people that aren't using Gutenberg. Uh, well, yet, um, I wouldn't say, I would never say bake it in core, bake it in the core of, of Gravity Forms. Is that, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, bake it in the plugin, but not right. They could just make it a conditional, right? That says right. Gutenberg is 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 on, then do this, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I just was here thinking about we were talking about these forms and data for the customers, because we've had to get into the safety a lot more in the last about 120 days than we were before. 
like when you just create a Zape to go into a, a Google Doc like that or a Google spreadsheet or whatever to collect all that data for the clients to make it easy for them. If you're using yeah. that extension, it's totally uh, something reliable, you know, but mm -hmm. um, when I rolled into where I'm at now, I actually have set up architecture that I have to work within, so sometimes mm -hmm. that's not an available option. Right. I mean, that's why we ended up going with using uh, Google um, uh, Google Sheets as the place that everyone everything actually gets looked at. And I even go in and delete all of the old stuff that's in the Google, uh, in the Gravity form anyhow, because no one but me has access to that site, but everyone has access to that, that Google sheet and you can run reports off of it and all sorts of other things. So I don't know. It just, it seems like getting that stuff out of there as quickly as possible is, is good for me. One of the add-ons that I believe is in all three that we're, that we're talking about gravity ninja and WP forms is the uh, Zapier plugin. Right? The Zapier yeah. So if there's something that they don't support, Right, that you that you need to integrate with that you don't have, you can always uh, tie this into Zapier, mm -hmm. uh, which which ties into everything, mm -hmm. literally everything. Yeah, yeah we actually ran into some problems with Gravity this last year where they were just new ones that were set up. They weren't existing ones, but we were having trouble getting someone to go through the email. So just create a Zape to send a text out to them, set, send a Zape to, to backdoor the emails that they weren't right. going through initially. Zapier was a I think I think Glenn pronounces it right. I, I, I pronounce it Zapier because I think you're creating a zap. We've had this. Yeah. We've had this conversation. I, I've heard like, from the developer like, through a podcast that he says Zapier and he says zaps. But that yeah. that's, you know, yeah, that's what it is. It's it's yeah, actually I, Jeff. Like, just so like you know. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going there. No. <laughs> I'm not in California. I don't know how to say things properly, I guess. <laughs> don't worry about it. I say Jeff. I'm, so I, I, was, I wasn't goes. making fun of you, Glenn. I, 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 we, we just, I'm just referring back to, to old conversation. Yeah, all good. I, I, I say Linux, you say Linux. Let's call the whole thing off, right? <laughs> Linux, Linux. Same say Ross. How do you know the difference? <laughs> um, a shout out to Gravity Forms. Um, they just made it recently, I say recently, a year or two. To, uh, their forms are now responsive. They weren't responsive for, for a long time. Yeah. Even cell phones, these cell phones were out many, many years ago. Gravity forms wasn't as re uh, responsive until recently. I'm like, they, they they baked that in. Thank you, Gravity Forms, for doing that. Not only, not only that, they had their own drop downs. They weren't using the native UI from the phone. So, like, you touch the calendar and it'd be like this little tiny calendar window and not, mm -hmm. you know, like they've done a huge thing to that. I mean, you're coming up with all the reasons why I had to switch to some other form plugins, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you give them a shout out, you can give them props all you want. I think they were late to the game. It's as simple as that. The, the, oh, yeah. These things you have to stay on top of. Right. Mm -hmm. So they were just, they were frankly a little late to the game as far as responsive. And it was, it was hard to work with. I agree. So what's a, what's a little nugget, a little, a little thing, a little extra piece that's in one of these form plugins that you've used. And we're like, wow, that, that is really cool that you can do this. Do you guys have anything uh, like that? It's just kind of one of those mind blowing, blowing little extras in there. Back to what Steve yeah. was saying with Stripe. I've had times when I'm working with, a certain age of clients that they're saying go there click in your paypal and do stuff like that and they're don't remember their passwords to not have anything like that and i give them the form with the strike connection they're like oh this was easy why didn't you give it to me before so i think someone as of a certain age that's much easier to get get them to put a credit card in and create a subscription now i do have to say that out of the box when you do subscription it is set to default to daily transfer subscriptions so the first time i set one up and i charge my client every day for the first week for their monthly payment they weren't happy I'm not seeing the problem. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I didn't, but they didn't like it. Uh, what my uh, 
And what 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 my nonprofit customers like is the the ability to post a, a put a field in there for user definable amounts, and that's kind of hidden in there. If you don't know if it does that, it, it does do that where you can put a field in there and it's user definable price in the in the shopping cart form thing, and and people can put in any amount they want. I love that Grinding Forms does that. I'm not sure if they if the rest of them do. One of the uh, add-ons that I like in all three plugins is the user registration uh, add-on. They, they all call it something different, but uh, you can set yeah. up a full user registration for your site uh, inside of one of these forms, and it will create a user for you. But the, the selection I like is they don't – you can make it so they don't automatically become a user. You can make that moderated, right? So it mm -hmm. sort of becomes a draft user where you've got you've to verify that they, they're uh, able to use your site. That's I'm gonna go right. with. I'm I'm gonna go with the. I like the fact that they all have um, the, the webhook integration to send all your form data to an API, and you don't have to get code wise. You can just do it from the UI in like a settings panel or something on the form, and you can get your data to that third party, like Mailchimp or Cordial, whatever it is. I I would say that my favorite uh, feature in any form plugin, and if it doesn't have this, uh, find another form plugin is spam protection because I hate, hate, hate form spam. Since the uh, the CGI bin days that Say is so fond of, uh, form spam is the worst. <laughs> and uh, I mean, even if it just has an Akismet integration, like fine, but something that actually keeps the, the forms that I don't have forms on my site. I, I don't have a favorite form plugin because I don't want form spam. Anything right. that allows people to send me spam, I don't like it, so I don't use it. You are so, literally, you are literally saving a hundred dollars uh, a year not to get spam. I love re it. Yeah. Recaptcha, <laughs> recaptcha uh, re is built into all three, uh, and, that, and that's just something you should have. Um, and some of them have that um, that very simple click where you say, "I'm not a robot." Just the one click box for "I'm not a yeah. robot." The ones I hate. Uh, this is just this is just me venting, but I, I hate when people make me pick the pictures of traffic lights. Or, 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 <laughs> or, or, or say one or, thing on that: a blind person can't pick a traffic light, guy. That's right. The only one you can use is the checkbox. Yeah, but I think they have. I think they have a setting where it says that they have a screen reader or something. I think that's something different. Doesn't it? Yeah, it like will say the thing or something like that. Look, yeah. look at the time. Look, I can actually see and I can't see the traffic lights. <laughs> look at the time, folks. Look at the time. It's a it's it's a 30 minute mark. I want to say thank you very much for all you folks for coming and hanging out with us. I really appreciate it. Steve's internet connection died at the 30 minute yeah, mark. Frozen, was awesome I love though. that. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Can you hear me? My whole screen's frozen. We can totally nice. hear you, but we can't That's see you. Yeah. So I want to say thank you very much for all of you for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. And um, I want to also make sure we give out a special shout out over to ServerPress for helping us out. We really appreciate that as well. Go over to our website at wprcore.com slash wprcore.com slash subscribe where you can learn how to subscribe to this as well as all the other stuff that we have going on on the network. Talk to y'all later. You have a good one. Bye. Bye. Oh, my monitor's back on. <laughs>